Are you ready to get your sports banter on? Brian Henninger, love child of Albert Einstein and Howard Cosell, with a body chiseled by Zeus himself. Brandon Sharples, a man who could beat Mike Tyson. In a spelling bee, together they form the At Odds Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the At Odds Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Brian Hemminger, and we have a very fun show in store for you guys today. No crazy guests or anything, but just a lot of crazy shit happened in the past week, and we are going to talk all about it. Uh, joining me today is my trusty co-host, Silky Smooth, Brandon Sharples. How you doing, man? Uh, not too bad. I am your uh, handsome co-host. I am even handsomer because I got a new haircut. Kind of a little <laughs> Chuck Liddell-ish. It looks pretty good. I'm excited. Oh, tonight. We have a lot. Of, uh, it's a little bit, yeah. Kind of. You need have to those. Uh, you need the fire shorts and then, or no, the the ice shorts, and you'll be set. I'm the ice man. And a little no, beer I, gut. <laughs> I do got a little beer gut. Oh, like there you dad go. Body, remember? Yep, yep. Hey, guess Perfect. what just came through? That that invitation what? in my email. It just came <laughs> it here. Took long enough. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. What'd you guys do over Easter? Anything crazy? Uh, my grandpa had his eight, my grandpa Hemminger had his eighty seventh birthday party last uh, week last weekend, and then uh, and then we had just some, some random Easter friends. family shit. I don't go to church anymore because I'm a heathen. <laughs> you're not a heathen. You're just a realist. <laughs> <laughs> no, we just had a little family thing out at my parents' house. Rode some four wheelers and dirt bikes and. Hillbilly out, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's about it, I did, man. Uh, yeah, I did go to a karaoke last Friday, and I got to hear my first official feedback of the episode, of uh, the podcast, actually. It was uh, delivered to me by none other than Scott Avery himself, a fellow uh-huh. Oak Harbor 2004 graduate. Yeah. Want to hear this? Sure, right. man. He said, your show has a lot of segments. I would listen to your show more often if there was a segment called Sharples is Quiet for 40 Minutes. <laughs> Jesus. Anything else? Uh, yeah. Uh, Rich from Milwaukee sent me this one. He said, I listened for about 20 minutes, but got turned off a little bit by Johnny McSwears a lot. Oh my god. He's gotta be fifty six fucking years old. Johnny <laughs> McSwears a lot. Dude, I, <laughs> I should trademark that. I like Johnny football. Johnny McSwears a lot. I'm trademarking that and I'm gonna thank the rich from Milwaukee. Hey, at least go. we got somebody in Milwaukee. No, fuck Scott. He doesn't know what the fuck he's <laughs> talking about. Listen to this, dude. I, I like know, to man. see people. I'd like to see people do what we're doing. You know, they, they won't because they either don't have the balls to put themselves out there or they're too fucking lame with no meaningful existence with the personality of a dead moth. <laughs> they are more than welcome to call into our show and give their perspective on shit. But I doubt they will because they're lame as fuck and they're too pussy to express themselves to the public, you know, fearing that somebody's going to disagree with them. So it's pretty much like nobody... Nobody likes anybody that's different from the average person. You know what I mean? They're really pretty oh, yeah. complacent. You know, there's nobody likes to hear. Uh, there's this great quote, quote about uh, by Teddy Roosevelt. Have you ever heard it? No. What is it? Um, it's called uh, The Man in the Arena, actually. It's, uh, all right, it's a little long, but I want to read it because I see this everywhere. Like whenever somebody wants to kind of fight back, when people are criticizing them, this is kind of what they say. This is this yeah. is a great. This is taken from like a speech in 1910, but it's good. It's from Teddy yeah. Roosevelt, former uh, U.S. president, he said, "It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short." Again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming. 
But who does actually strive to do the deeds? Who knows the great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end of the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither knew no victory nor defeat. Nice. Yeah. And that, that is so that true. Quote. You know, everybody, everybody, you know, everybody has something to say. And this, I'm not saying we're famous by any means, but, you know, when no. you start putting yourself out there and people, you know, start to see you doing things that maybe they would never be able to do or want to do or couldn't never attempt to do, they got to find ways to talk shit. You know what I mean? People don't like success. I had that at one of my rants before, and that's just the way it is. I, you know, like I said, you know, it's it's like I, I'm not going to change who I am. This is my show. If somebody wants to have a different show, they're more than fucking welcome to try and do it, right? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. how I feel. I, I have my own different shows, but this is one where I get to really kind of yeah, let loose do be my Dude, full is, self this like is, this is real people right here. This is yeah, how we don't real people back. act. We don't hold back on this show. Yeah, I feel like, you know, a lot of my stories are entertaining. I get a lot of positive feedback on them. And I'm sorry I'm sorry for the Milwaukee brother for cussing so much, <laughs> but I'm really not sorry. But you know what? <laughs> I can go on Facebook Live and on a few minutes notice and get a shit ton of views and a couple hundred comments and an hour and a half sit down a bullshit. And so, you know, suck my cock, Scott. <laughs> you I, I do want to add, hey. Hey, if he wants to hear you rap badly to some Will Smith for a couple hours, he can fucking do that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I almost pulled that out at karaoke last Friday, but <laughs> ran out of time. I do want to say, though, uh, in terms of uh, viewership and everything, last week's episode was our most popular episode of all time. Uh, got a nice. couple hundred listens because of our, uh, probably because of our guest, Sean Loeffler, who stopped by and was fucking hilarious for over oh, yeah. an hour. But uh, I do want to provide an update for those interested in how he did. He had his U.S. boxing debut, and he did come up short. He didn't get knocked out or anything. He lost a decision three rounds to one, or the final judge judging scores were 39-37. So he lost a decision, but down but not out. I hope that he keeps going. Yeah, me too. You know, I was I was wor- I was really hoping that he would win and you know keep going and we can get him on the show. You know, while he's still on this fight streak and yeah, but I'll still yeah, he's fighting. still welcome back on this show anytime oh, in my view. You know, he's anytime hilarious. anywhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, because he was open to fight like Roy Jones Jr. and James Tony and like he had he had like a, a grand plan. Yeah, and then get, get some names under his belt, and then you know fight for the world title and shit. I mean, it was hey, that some people been may think yeah, some people may think that's outlandish, but you know what's wrong with having goals, man? It doesn't hurt anybody, and if he if he believes it in his mind, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know. So, all but right. Well, cool. let's move I, yeah. yeah, I was talking about the show. That was cool that we uh, that was our our best show. I think a lot of people that didn't get to see that or hear that show, they need to go check it out. It is on our YouTube. YouTube page, yeah. it's on SoundCloud. Yeah. We have the full interview on YouTube, and then obviously the full episode is everywhere. So definitely check it out. It's our longest episode, too. It was over two hours. So, but yeah. hey, when, when over an hour of that is just the interview, what? not much you can do about that. I, I wasn't going to make Sean leave. He was awesome. <laughs> no, that was great. That was a great segment. Go ahead. All what do right. we got coming up? All right. Let's. In today's episode, here are a couple topics we'll be going over. Number one, and we'll be getting to this one right very soon, Aaron Hernandez, the whole crazy shit that went down with him today. He is no longer among the living. And then we have Steve Stevens, the Easter Day slaughter asshole. So that's two, <laughs> we're going to be going back to back talking about suicide. So trigger warning, people. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're also going to be talking some NBA playoffs and the violent protests that erupted in Cal Berkeley, University of Cal Berkeley, and the Antifa assholes, and and all the shit that's going on with that. And then, of course, we'll have some rant of the week and some hems gems. So, without further ado, let's talk Aaron Hernandez. First things first, good riddance. Fuck that guy. All right. Yep. I mean, he had the world at his fingertips and 
despite all that, he just couldn't stop murdering people. And, and yeah. I don't care that he got acquitted most recently with the double homicide from the drive-by. He killed those assholes too. They just didn't have enough evidence. So yeah, I they had to get a horrible, that out of the way. He, he killed a horrible three people. He had a horrible eyewitness. It was the only thing that had that the prosecution had, and that dude that has a bunch, you know, prior drug charges. He's, he's, you know, going up on a robbery charge himself. He, he, he was. He's no model citizen. When you rest your entire case on a piece of shit to convict another piece of shit, that's that's your sole case. You're not going to win. I knew well, he wasn't going to. I knew yeah. he wasn't going to get convicted. And, and it's no. not surprising. I mean, when you are a piece of shit, you're not exactly hanging out with uh, the high society, you know? So, <laughs> no. But let's talk a little bit about what happened today. Um, I mean, he just had that double homicide acquittal, and then, boom, he goes and offs himself, it, hang, hanging himself in his prison cell like this morning. So he's gone but I want to get your thoughts on, on all that shit. And, and then we're going to talk a little bit about some of the fallout because there is some crazy news that came out because of that, that could affect a lot of things. So first things first about, about him off and himself. Well, first things first, like you said, good riddance. Fuck that guy. You know, he ruined a lot of people's lives and he's want to be gangster. But at the end of the day, um, you know, can you hear that outside? That's thunder. Is it coming through your earphones? Nope. You I got, got some good uh, filter. Yep. But anyway, um, he disgraced Stone Cold Steve Austin. He put the 316 Bible verse on his forehead with a red marker before he hung himself. So he disgraced an American icon before he decided to hang himself. This is another thing that needs to be added to that guy's fucking list. But anyways, um, you know, <clears throat> he had Tebow... Brady, Belichick, you know, Edelman, all these positive role models all around him. Uh, you know, Welker, all that. He had money. Uh, he had a beautiful daughter, you know, a, fi- a fiance. Seems to have a good, you know, family that cared about him. And none of that had any effect on him. Where other people would see that, you know, all those characters with high moral values around him doing the right thing. You know, they would see that they have a they have a child, and that that should change the way they act. All that money he you know he worked his ass off to get to finally like basically set up his family in for a couple generations at least. None of that mattered. He just wanted to be a fucking thug, man. He just wanted to impress people that literally don't mean shit in this world. Not only to him, but anybody that's in the community. He was just an insecure motherfucker. He always thought everybody was going to test him. That's why, like, those dudes just spilled their drinks on him. And, like, you know, he he had to prove himself by, you know, rolling up on him with a gun and killing him. You know, like, just because there were spilled drinks, apparently. I mean, that's how insecure can you be that you got to kill people over that? He just always thought people were testing him, and he just always wanted to be that thug, that hard ass, and he couldn't just ever just be a normal dude with money and a family. And he's just a sad sack of shit, and I just don't. I don't get it, man. It's just it's this glorified gangster life, man. Have you ever noticed that we glorify this gangster life, like on TV? We make it seem like it's an acceptable culture. Like they don't realize that people in shitty neighborhoods, like in Chicago, where people are dying at a higher rate than Afghanistan, like they don't they don't get that that gangster life is horrible for a lot of people. That it's a constant anxiety state it's a constant um you know reminder that they don't have a lot to live for and people mm-hmm. glorify this by these fucking rappers that come from money and come from a situation that's nowhere near that and they've glorified this gangster status to where everybody wants to dress like it listen to that music pretend there's something that they're not and it's leading to the culture that we have now that's my personal opinion so and that and that goes back to aaron hernandez where like he had this glorified look on the gangster life, even though he didn't even need to be there anymore. He kept going back to it because he thought it was something that was cool. He thought it made him legit. Yeah. I don't even know if it was something that he thought was cool. I just think he was like incredibly insecure. So if anybody ever did anything that he didn't like, or if he ever felt slighted, like he felt like he had to respond as harshly as possible. And that's yeah. just ridiculous. And and he's paid the price. I mean, 
we heard some pretty ridiculous uh, jokes. I don't know if you've heard any good jokes about his suicide. Because fuck this guy. Let's make some. Let's have some laughs at his death. Uh, <laughs> did you hear anything funny on Twitter, the internet, whatever, when people were talking about uh, that he was that he's gone? <laughs> I just saw the one that was like that uh, the NFL memes where it said like. I'm not even gonna get this right. It says like uh, injury update. Aaron Hernandez neck out indefinitely. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. I saw another one that said a uh, breaking noose. Aaron Hernandez is gone. <laughs> oh man. Uh, and then, uh, the, the, actually though, the the other interesting news that came out was this is a ridiculous law in Massachusetts. Is if someone dies before they finish their appeals process, they all the charges disappear. It yeah. basically encourages people to kill themselves. So, like, once it, it almost seems like because is that there's really no other reason he would kill himself because why go through all the trouble to fight that double murder conviction while he's already going to do life. For the, the 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 murder of uh, Void, the original one from two years ago, unless he wanted to just get acquitted of that and then boom off himself before all his appeals had been used up, because now you got to remember the Patriots were able to keep a shit ton of his money because uh, the guaranteed money, the signing bonus, like they signed him to like a seven year like forty million dollar deal. Before, right before all this shit happened, and they were able to keep a lot of it, uh, for almost all of it, because of uh, the fact that he got charged. He broke like all kinds of uh, issues, things with the league, and now because he's basically exonerated of it all by dying, they might have to pay his family a lot of money because he's a, yeah. officially, according to the state. Like he'd never done anything wrong. That's crazy. That is absolutely fucking ridiculous. And that, it's not the first time that's happened too. Like the the dude that like ran Enron into the ground and fucked over like half the country. Yeah. Um. He died of like a heart attack before he got convicted of all his charges, and like all the charges went away and he didn't have to end up paying like $44 million in restitution back to the government. Yep. So I read about that too. His family got all that stuff. So seriously, it's like there's a loophole to get out of anything. Just die. (laughs) That's so stupid. He got his, like his manager saying like, Oh, he never killed himself. There's no way I know him. He's just not wired that way. Motherfucker. Did you know that he was going to murder people? If you did, it's your fault that he did it, and you didn't do anything about it. There's people that say Aaron would never kill himself. Well, you just gave the biggest reason why he would. He yeah. knows. Because, you know, every I, people – I, I want to tell anybody out there that thinks that he had a good shot at getting out of jail completely with this Odin Lloyd murder. He didn't. It takes an appellate court to literally look through your case and see discrepancies in the case that warrant a new trial, which is almost – Never going to happen in this case because there was tons of physical evidence against Hernandez. So he would never have been – that conviction was never getting overturned. And Aaron Hernandez knew that. He knew he, there was, he was up Shit's Creek. There was a less than 1% chance he was ever getting out of prison. He knew – somebody told him. I wonder if his lawyer had a long talk with him about this because that dude's a scumbag, that Joe Baez. Mm-hmm. That dude is, is – uh, is, Johnny Cochran times 100. He's a piece of shit. He's a dude that he uh, he was uh, Casey Anthony's lawyer and got her off that murder of her daughter. And, uh, you know, rumor has it that he was banging Casey Anthony because she ran out of money and he was like banging her for payment. So this lawyer, is, he has, you know, he has a he has a track record of being a little scumbag. So I wonder if, he, you know, sat down with Aaron and Aaron brought this up and he gave him the. You know, the exact scoop on, well, if you kill yourself, this is what happens. You know, you never know. But all these people that think Aaron was, they was everything has always got to be conspiracy. Nobody in this day and age can just die anymore. Have you noticed that? Nobody oh, yeah. Can just, nobody can just die. If they're well known, they can't die. Like Paul Walker died because some conspiracy. 
So they his Porsche just automatically crashed into a fucking tree. You know what I mean? It's just stuff like that. I'm I'm all about certain conspiracies, but some people just die, and that's just the way life is. Aaron Hernandez hung himself. You gave a perfect reason for him to do so. He had shit jammed against the door from inside of the cell. You can't do that if you if somebody murders if you get murdered, nobody can just pack shit against the door from inside the cell. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, a, it's he killed himself. For money, for his family, because he knew he was fucked and he didn't have anything else to live for anyway, so he just wanted to give his daughter and, and fiance a life. That's it. So I get good on him for that, I guess. Whatever. Yeah, he's still an asshole. They better yeah. change their name, because if people find out, you know, that's the little girl walking around with Aaron Hernandez money, I'm sure that they're yeah. going to get a lot of shit. And his, oh. his, his, his evil-looking fiance. I was talking to Brett about this on the phone. Oh, the that, bitch, that bitch is evil. She's, like, <laughs> still standing by him. She was, like, supporting him in court and, uh, during the more know, recent he, trial. Dude, he killed her sister's boyfriend, and she still, like, yeah. didn't... She didn't even have like her fiance, family back. Like, fiance, not even boyfriend. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I was talking to Lob about... about <laughs> her name's Cheyenne Jenkins, and... uh I was telling Lob that I was like, "Yep, yeah, now he's dead. I get to go fuck his girlfriend." Because <laughs> I think but I said she, she looked evil. She looks evil, but she's got nice dark skin and a fat ass. So I figured, eh, she looks evil. You can just, you know, fuck the sins out of her. You know, <laughs> yeah, she's a horrible person. There's always somebody that thinks they can change them. There's always somebody no. that thinks they can fix them. Oh yeah, I wouldn't. I, you know what, man? It, she's not a girl that you want to bring home to the wife. Or to the family as a wife, though. She's, she definitely looks evil. She's like the way she like, yeah. she looks like the most evil bitch ever. <laughs> so it's fitting she's married to the, or she's getting married to that dickweed. Yeah. All right. Well, we are taking phone calls, and we do have the live chat room going. Uh, Brett Lobb does say that she is a basic bitch in the chat room. <laughs> and if you do want to call I... in, our number is 347-850-8386. Uh, we will be taking calls all the way through the end of the episode. Um, but I, th- I think we've we've talked the Aaron Hernandez situation to death. But speaking of murder and suicide, we had the whole Steven Stevens thing take place this weekend. It's absolutely bananas. It's crazy ass. Oh, my God. Bald, bearded black dude just creates a Facebook live stream. What, just goes, oh, I found one fish in a barrel, gets out of his car, freaking blows away some poor 74-year-old black guy that is just walking down the street, shoots him in cold blood, kills him, and then says that he's killed like 13 other people or 12 other people, and he's going on a rampage and blames it all on uh, some ex-girlfriend and his mom. Yeah, her name's Joy Lane. Yeah, Joy Lane. And then... Just takes off and, and disappears nationwide manhunt for like two days until he, he killed himself yesterday. But now, obviously, the whole murder of the old dude is super fucked up. The, the videos out there, I watched most of it. Uh, I'm glad that I like looked away right before he pulled the trigger. But then I saw the old dude lying on the ground in a pool of blood. It was it is fucked up. If you haven't seen it yet, don't watch it. It it's not cool. It, it is. I'm mad that I even watched that that much of it. Uh, did you watch it? Yeah, I saw the whole thing. I I, I did watch the whole thing, but Oof. I didn't prepare myself for it. it. Was it was the most chilling thing I've ever seen in my life. Period. And I you know I've seen people die right in front of me. For, you know in the in the in the in the trauma room and stuff. And I tell you what, man, that was the worst thing I've ever seen because you just you can. It, the camera was right in his face. You just see the fear in his eyes and you just see, you know, yeah. this guy, it was just a nice old man. My mom was, I had a conversation with my mom about this and she told me that he had a nice little Easter thing with his family. And all he was yeah. doing was running, uh, walking around, picking up cans. Like that was his thing. He liked mm-hmm. to pick up cans and stuff. So he's just going for, it was a hell of a beautiful day. He's just going for a stroll to, you know, pick up some cans and he gets shot in the head by some disgruntled fat piece of shit over a girl like yeah. what a lame fuck and that, when i saw that dude get shot and when i saw what's on the ground i just i almost threw up yep it's fucked yeah, up was, and yeah. so yeah. we're gonna lighten the mood a little bit by completely ripping on this fat asshole because <laughs> i mean this guy could have gotten away with it i mean think about it he had like a car with like temp license plates a white car he could have got it painted 
He could have swapped some plates. He, I mean, the Ford Fusion is everywhere. It's, I mean, and then he was a fat asshole with a giant beard. I mean, all he had to do was shave the beard. And people, I mean, they, they lost track of him. He was gone for like two days. I, I was updating like the manhunt post on Reddit trying to see it. Like, come on, have they seriously not caught this asshole yet? And I yeah. thought he was going to get away. They, they like, they spread out the, the search zone to like 15 states. And then where do they find him? Fucking McDonald's. <laughs> like an hour and a half away. And this fat asshole who could have gotten away with murder just had to go grab a 20 piece of chicken McNuggets. <laughs> this, just think about this. This guy had a choice. He could have gone and escaped and lived off in the wilderness and gotten away scot-free. But motherfucking chicken McNuggets were calling to him. Like oh, it was he like the angel too. and devil on his shoulder. He's like the angel's like, yo, we could totally get away. Just keep driving, shave your beard, fucking lose some pounds. And then the devil's like, yo, man, I'm fucking craving some chicken nuggets. Ah, man, I have to eat these fucking nuggets. Let's order a 20 piece. I'm so goddamn hungry. And that's what happened. I literally (laughs) just picked it. Goes to McDonald's and orders some chicken nuggets. And then the McDonald's people, yeah, the McDonald's people fucking catch him. They hold him delay him as much as can they can call the police and he goes into a fucking police chase and offs himself the second they they stop his car i mean seriously well, you know what you know what happened was like they they said oh we have a, they knew it was him they called the police and they said we'll have to wait a couple minutes on your fries and the dude straight up said i don't have a minute i need to go now and he just took the nuggets and took off and he drove away but they they held him enough time to get some cops over towards them mm-hmm. so, so think about this though that's got to be an amazing PR move for McDonald's. Fuck <laughs> Not yeah. Not only like, they'd be like, you know what they should do? They should put Steve Stevens in a McDonald's shirt, and they should have him <laughs> smiling with a fucking thing of nuggets and says, Steve Stevens chose 20 nugs over freedom. <laughs> That's how good our nuggets are. <laughs> yeah. He could have got away with this it. life. <laughs> our nuggets catch murderers. They're so good. <laughs> People can't. I would. I would start a national. I like if they would let me, and if I had enough money, I would get like a full page ad in the New York Times of like, "Thank you, McDonald's, for catching this fat asshole." Hey, you'd be like, "Thank God they switched to all meat, all white meat chicken nuggets because they catch criminals." (laughs) Yeah, if it was was still those old like chicken scraps where they made out of like chicken beak and shit, I don't think it would have worked. So they switched to the all white meat. You know what would have you know really what? helped would, uh, <laughs> if they had some of that uh, Szechuan sauce. I bet he'd have he wouldn't have been able to resist for even like an hour after he killed that dude. <laughs> I wonder when that's coming out. <laughs> the Mulan Szechuan sauce. Szechuan sauce. It's coming. It's coming. I'm telling you right now, it's coming because Rick and Morty, they're doing right? a live action. They're doing a live action of, of the Mulan movie, just like they did for Beauty and the Beast and Jungle Book. They're doing it in 2018. They're bringing the Szechuan sauce back. I'm calling it right now. Bringing some live Asian chicks on screen. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. So, any uh, <laughs> final thoughts on uh, fat asshole Steve Stevens? <laughs> Good riddance, you fucking cocksucker. <laughs> Enjoy those uh, nuggets. I'm, yeah. I'm just glad that he didn't, like, take out anybody uh, that I know. Because I, I heard that he might go after uh, the casino because the dude was, like, super indebted. For gambling, like he lost like his life savings multiple times at yeah. uh, the casinos, and apparently and the Cleveland. last time he was there, he was like out of control. Like uh, Josh Netherland works over there, so like that that'd have been fucked up if he just showed up there and started a rampage. What he lost a lot of money and went crazy or something? Oh, he had a huge gambling problem. Oh, I know. I read that he said he was in. Uh, he said it himself. He said he was. He filed bankruptcy because he lost all his mm-hmm. money gambling. Yep, playing playing the craps. Gotta so. got some self control, people. You could turn into a serial killer. Yeah, no shit. Don't kill anybody over a bitch, dude. Who cares? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Life's too short for that shit. But anyways, what we got next? Mm-hmm. All right. Next up, NBA playoffs just started, so you know, just lighten the mood a little bit. You know, we've talked about back to back murderers and killed themselves. So let's talk 
let's talk guys bouncing the ball and throwing it into a hoop. Uh, <laughs> so NBA playoffs have started. They're basically like two or three games into every or two games into every series, and some some games are uh, doing their second round uh, tonight. But any any major surprises for you? Anything uh, that, that you think is pretty interesting going through these uh, first couple games? A uh, couple things. Um, you know, Boston's the number one seed. They're down 2-0. But I'm not really surprised by that because I don't think they're even that good. Mm-hmm. I don't – I know this record speaks for themselves. They're the one seed, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But if you just look at their lineup top to bottom, it's just I don't really understand how that happened. So I wasn't expecting much out of them. You know, it's like it's one of those things where you just the team just has a good regular season and hats off to them. But I, if they lose the series, it doesn't not going to you know blow me away. Um, two, I didn't think the Cavs have been looking too good, especially for you know having a big three like that. I think Washington's looking really good. They're tied with Atlanta right now, ninety-one, ninety-one, late in fourth. So we'll see where that goes. Um, Houston Rockets crushed the Thunder, and, and, and Harden had a hell of a game, and Westbrook didn't really have a good game. But uh, it's looking like it's kind of tabled to turn a little bit because Thunder's having a nice game right now, and Westbrook already almost has a triple-double at halftime. <laughs> he has eight rebounds, ten assists, two steals, one block, and 22 points. That's ridiculous. So yeah, he's putting on a fucking clinic right now, and Harden's not bad. He's at 16 points, six assists, one rebound, and one steal at halftime. But well, Westbrook's, yeah. Westbrook's issue is he's surrounded by garbage. Like I watched him play when I was in uh, Phoenix against the Suns, and the Suns are one of the worst teams in the NBA, and they got blown out by 30 points. Those guys, I mean, it is basically Russell Westbrook and a bunch of complete scrubs. Yeah, I've never seen a team get carried harder than than that team. What do you? Who do you think is the best, second best player on that team? I don't know, man. They had fucking Kyle Singler out there. I started him <laughs> I mean, on one of my lineups today just to get some cheap hardware in there. <laughs> of course. But uh, probably uh, the Adams dude, I think. The big dumpy white dude. He's Australian, I think. No, New Zealand. Yeah. I think he's from New Zealand. Yeah, but uh, Ooh, I, mean, I wouldn't yeah, mind living I, in New Zealand. Yeah, a couple things I have to say about the playoffs. I mean, I think I don't think Boston's bad. I just think uh, the Bulls are a lot better than they've been playing all season and they're finally healthy and have a lot of things going on for them. So they're playing well. And uh, I thought I was terrified for the Cavs. I mean, they played like complete dog shit in the first game against the Pacers. Like they won by one point and uh, the Pacers actually got a last second shot off that could have won them the game and they missed it. And that was at home. So I'm a little nervous the Cavs played a lot better second game. Like every love Irving and LeBron all scored over 25 points. So I'm not super concerned about them. I think they'll do fine, but I still, I still don't know if the Cavs are going to win the whole Eastern conference. Like I, I, I predicted that Washington, I think was going to win it. So we'll see if I'm right. I think you said but, Toronto, didn't you? I might've said Toronto. I know that Toronto actually got upset the first round. I'm, so I'm just going to be uh, completely honest with our listeners. I don't really give a shit about the NBA. I think <laughs> this, is the worst, this is the worst season in sports. It's early baseball, and it's a 162-game season, so really don't give a fuck right now. And basketball sucks. It's boring, and everybody gets a foul every two seconds. You can't touch anybody. It's inconsistently refed. Uh, what else is out there? I mean, soccer. If you like soccer, uh, hockey, hockey playoffs going, but again, yeah, I'm not a huge hockey fan. I mean, put it this way. Hockey, I'm not saying I don't like hockey. I used to talk shit about it, but it's actually pretty exciting if you go to the games, but it's so yeah. unpopular that they don't even have a main tab on the ESPN page. You know what I mean? Their yeah, the ratings bad. are okay, but you know, it's not something I'm looking forward to. It, I love football season and I love like late season baseball into the playoffs for baseball. That's, a, that's, you know, the best time in sports is, Playoff baseball and football. That's well, what we I do like. have some more uh, comments I'd like to read. Sure. Uh, Brett Lobb talking about Steve Stevens said he's loving it. <laughs> Steve Major <laughs> said he literally died after not getting his chicken tendies. <laughs> what else? Got? Brett Lobb says Brian's impressions are on point tonight. <laughs> Oh yeah, you're doing, you're you're on a roll tonight. 
Hey, yeah. I got I, I had to get some of that shit off my chest, man. Hey, I got a text uh, uh from our my our listener Malia. She it's a, another meme for for Aaron Hernandez that says, "What are you going to do tonight?" <laughs> it's a picture of me goes, "Probably just hang out in my cell." <laughs> 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 oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. Oh man, but yeah, I, I'm done with playoffs basketball right now. I'm sorry if you All guys right. are excited about that, but I'm, yeah. I don't. Let's, get let's switch gears, yeah. Because I'm not a huge, I'm not crazy about playoff basketball either. But I just wanted to get through a little bit of it. All right, let's switch gears. There is one super crazy story that I think uh, we could have some unique opinions on. Was they had another giant protest and riots and shit in University of Cal Berkeley this past uh, weekend. And I don't know if you've been paying attention, like to our oh, listeners, yeah. I know Brandon has, but um, if you haven't been paying attention, it's all started earlier this year when uh, like right-wing, uh, one, of, uh, one of the leaders out there, Milo Yiannopoulos, a guy that basically is anti-everything, that normally liberals stand for, like he's gay, he's Jewish. So it's tough. They can't go after him with like their identity politics. And, and they tried to shut him down. Like he was going to give a speech there and a whole bunch of these people, they call themselves Antifa, anti-fascists. And they just had a huge violent demonstration. Riots broke out. People got pepper sprayed. A lot of people getting punched in the face and beat up and shit and, break throwing Molotov cocktails and stuff and they got the the speech shut down and they celebrated it everywhere and then there was a uh, another like protest or something on March 4th and that had a lot of violence and then this time they had another demonstration this time from like free speech advocates and the the Antifa people showed up and I think the free speech guys had had enough and they just beat the fuck out of them I mean just absolute ass kicking now i'm not going to say that i am totally on the side of the free speech people because i mean a lot of those guys represent uh like really hard right-wing alt-right stuff that that doesn't really represent me as a person i'm more of a progressive but man some of those antifa dudes had it coming i mean they're basically these scrawny people with like bandito masks on to protect their identities going around throwing fucking uh, fireworks and smoke bombs and throwing glass bottles and shit at all these people. I mean, what did you expect? Did you really think that you were just going to get away with it forever that they, they weren't going to respond? So I want to get your thoughts on this, Brandon, and and I'm going to have a lot more to say about it. Oh yeah, man. We'll go back and forth on this one. Look, those fucking Antifa people, a lot of those kids don't even know what fascism is. They, I, I guarantee they didn't know anything about it until they just basically joined this cult following. That they have no idea what even represents. They have, you know, they have no idea what the etymology of the fucking term fascism means. They have no clue. And the mainstream media is so liberal that they're basically oversimplifying everything that's happened with these riots when it comes in terms of the Antifa kids. And they, you know, they'll basically hone in on these right wingers or anybody that's Trump backers, because it's always Trump backers against these guys. And they basically make them out to be the instigators. When in reality, in my personal opinion, these Antifa people are just coming in, starting shit, you know, like causing riots. I saw pepper spraying a pregnant woman point blank in her eyes. I mean, they just they what they do is they hide behind their, you know, the cloak of of. you know, immortality when it comes to not being able to be touched because the media has their back and it seems like the government's having their back because they're so anti-Trump. So finally, finally, it got to the point where it just boiled over and they started getting the shit kicked out of them over at Berkeley, you know, recently. And the cops over there in Berkeley are standing there not doing anything now. They're So basically, these these rioters used to have the cops in between them kind of saving their ass. And they could act tough. Well, now they kind of they're forced to be face to face with these people that they're, you know, they've assaulted so many times in the past, and it's not working out well for them. And they're getting their asses kicked. And if you notice, the media is starting to say uh, neo Nazi, neo right wing, um, pro Trump, uh, white nationalist people punching Antifa members in the face. 
That is what you see on like mm-hmm. CNN and stuff. Those kind of headlines instead of the truth. Yeah, maybe a KKK guy is in, in ingrained in the crowd somewhere and punched somebody, but that doesn't represent the entire community of Trump backers because I like Trump and I'm not that. And it's like it's similar to what they say, like don't don't put all Muslims into one category. Well, they put all Trump supporters in one category, and and that's what the media is doing, and and they're they're causing a lot of the issues that we see today. So yeah. that's just that's just that's just what I got from that. We, we'll keep going back and forth on this one. I want to bring up one other interesting point is they like when you Google this thing, like you just type in like the protests and shit and and riots and violence at Cal Berkeley, everything shows up is woman punched in the face uh, at, at the riots. Cause there, I mean, there is a video of a chick with dreadlocks getting blasted in the face by like one of the leaders of like the, the alt-right movement and shit. And, and, and that dude that punched her in the face is not a good person. Like he's, you know, somebody that I vehemently disagree with and just about everywhere. Uh, yeah. But you know what? This bitch like is playing the victim card. And if you see the shit she was doing and saying before all this, she's out there saying she's going to go, what was it? Let me get the word exactly what she said. She's headed to Berkeley to disrupt the neo-Nazi white supremacist jerk circle today, um, determined to bring back 100 scalps, 100 Nazi scalps. Fuck this bitch. Like, they've got a hilarious yeah. meme out about her already it's they're they're calling her moldy locks <laughs> and uh and she's out there playing the victim and she was throwing glass bottles at people she was trying to start shit and then she got blasted in the face and now she's just like oh boo-hoo, i'm just a little girl i didn't do nothing wrong you know what if you're gonna throw glass bottles and you're gonna bring back a hundred scalps and you're starting shit you're gonna get blasted in the face and you probably deserve it so fuck that chick you you so. want to hear what my thoughts on that particular issue is? All right, let's a hear lot it. of women. There's a lot of especially the women that are in these kind of movements. They are so pro women getting equal rights, and they want everybody to be in the same playing field until they want to fight and start shit and get fucking wrecked. And then they want to play the innocent woman. I'm a woman. You can't hit me. I'm so much weaker than the men. Why are you touching women? Blah, blah, blah. It's like those women that just blast people. Like They'll get in a man's face and punch him in the face 32 times, and then finally the dude just snaps, knocks him the fuck out, and that dude's going to jail. Or that dude gets put blasted on the media as being a scumbag. That, I mean, if these people are going to march for all these equal rights and shit, if they're going to act like a men counterparts around them, they're going to have to deal with the consequences when that happens. So I'm not yeah. about hitting women, and, but sometimes it's just going to happen. And, and, yeah, they and can't the thing be, is... Yeah. I'm not like a right wing dude. Like I'm a lot more moderate, but I mean, there's a lot of progressive shit that I totally agree with, but these fucking retards, that's not how you get your message across. Like you think about the most successful protests in history. It's always been the nonviolent ones. Like the people that did the most were, you know, the, the original women's rights movement to get like the rights to vote. You get, uh, the civil rights movement. It was all peaceful opposition and got fucking Gandhi. Like all those people, they didn't like throw fucking Molotov cocktails to shut down the people that were speaking out against them. That's just not how it works. Did you know and, what Antifa was doing? They were throwing sticks and rocks and skateboards at yeah. people during this whole thing. Nobody retard. reported that. And no yeah, one reported it. And the thing is, the worst thing of all is when you try to disrupt and, and prevent people from speaking at universities and all that stuff, and you're celebrating that you're silencing these people and not even letting them speak, that's, those are the tactics of the people you're trying to fight. You know, that's yeah. what fascists do. They violently keep their opposition from getting a chance to speak out. You know what I mean? Oh, God, yeah. That's not how it works. If you want to, like, beat someone – you fucking debate them. You fucking smash them with facts and evidence and, and have better ideas. But you don't just prevent them from speaking. That's not how it works. That's not how America works. And that's, and that's what pissing me off is I'm more on the side of these uh, free speech advocates and all these Trump supporters, even though I'm fucking a Bernie dude, because the, the Antifa guys are such fucking dumb fucks. Well, they're in this, they, 
they're, like, they just it don't makes get me it. sympathetic to them. You know what I mean? Let me you let me let me throw out some irony. Violence, you make you make the opposite side sympathetic. And they're going to lose. If they want to take a violent approach, they will lose every time. Mm-hmm. They're on the wrong side of tracks when it comes to that. But you know what I find ironic with these people? They all wanted Hillary, right? That was like their person that they wanted. And what I find hilarious is that their their whole premise is anti-fascism, right? Well, fascists believe that like liber- like democracy is basically not should not be existing. Like it's obsolete. And then so they want everything to be like a totalitarian, like a one-party thing, a one-party state. They want everything to be controlled by a dictator. They want everything to be controlled by the government and uh, you know, led basically everything militaristic. They, everything is basically controlled at the top, and it's a one-government party, and it's worldwide, world, new world order type shit. Well, they, that is what Hillary was trying to do. Hillary is a fascist. Hillary wanted a one party government for the whole entire world that she wanted everything controlled at the top of the level and they, she, she was saying that it was basically we're going to give health care to these people we're doing all this good but no she, everything was controlled at the top that is she is fascist to the core they all are obama they're all they all have all right all right fascist. they're not fascist come on are man. you shitting i me? am so sick of people being called fascists that are not fascist that's not how like people exaggerating and stuff. How was that exaggerating? It, you were That's just literally what they how, wanted. You know, you know what I mean. You were just bringing up how people calling everybody fascists that never lived through fascism. They don't even know what fascists are, and and you're doing the exact same thing now. You're going to call Hillary and Obama fascists. How are they not fascists? The de- the definition of fascism is exactly what they wanted to do. They wanted a one party state. They wanted everybody to be controlled by a one party state. Which the government in total would be the dictator. They they weren't. This is no not some, fascism not, is an authoritarian and nationalistic system of government and social organization. No, fascism. Fascists believe that is that, the literal definition. Okay, I'll give you a literal, literal definition. definition. Fascism believe that liberal democracy is obsolete, and they regard complete mobilization of society under a one totalitarian party state. As necessary to prepare the nation for any armed conflict or any conflict economic yeah. difficulties. There's, that is, that's so what I'm saying. Is, there's no fascists on either side of this debate. No, there's how, just how, people how is, that have <laughs> extremely uh, different opinions on how things should be. That doesn't mean that there's fascists on either side. Like I think they're both wrong. They're both too far to the to each side. Like I we've kind of. I think that they worship people with. Fascist ideology that it's it's amusing to me that they want Trump, they want to call Trump a fascist when Trump, no, Trump is Trump literally the opposite. I just think he's, he's dumb. He may be dumb, and, 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 he's, and, he's, and he's on it, and he's too, and he's he's too open. You know what I mean? Like a lot of a lot of the politicians, they always were like so protected, like they never really wanted to give away what they were really thinking, um, and they're always trying to do everything the most politically correct way. And Trump is just out there, just whatever's at the top of his head, he just will let it fly. And, and I mean, for some, for some that's good and for some that's bad, but that doesn't make him a fascist. I don't agree not, with all, most not, of the things nothing, he says, but you know what I mean? He, like, neither he's not even close to a fascist. fascist. He's not even it's close stupid. to a fascist. Not even either side is a fascist. It's especially Trump. I, I, I personally think that Hillary <laughs> and Obama have, have fascist qualities to them and i'm not calling them all out fascists i'm saying that they have the qualities that describe a, a fascist government they have certain qualities i don't see trump having any of those qualities at all so it's ironic to me that they would even be labeling trump and having this antifa movement against trump they don't know what the fuck they're talking about and well, they have they an entire movement don't. that's followed by 270 some thousand people on facebook alone it's like those people are just so Ignorant, and they just don't know where they come from. They have no idea. They they're 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 privileged people that have bought into this idea that they're supposed to feel guilty, but they use yeah, their privilege. I, I can support you in that department because I mean, honestly, that the whole Antifa movement is incredibly stupid. It it basically is all about silencing your opposition instead of 
debating them instead of, you know, conflicting ideas. It's all about just our idea is the idea. You know what I mean? So that actually is like basically the whole point of the Antifa movement is being fascist. I will, I will side with that. Yeah. They, but I they don't think that ideology. Obama and Hillary are out there telling people to do it. I just think there's a bunch of fucking whiny bitches that <laughs> didn't get their way and they're just trying to do whatever it takes to, to fight back and they're being complete morons about it. Well, I think the mainstream media, which is controlled you know, by a lot of leftist policies, that that's true. That they they are pushing this agenda from behind the scenes. You know, it's almost like you can brainwash anybody because the media is where people get their information from. So I think that our nation is more woke up now than ever, and that's why you're having such a almost like a well, civil war it, it, type it's not situation. Even that the the nation's woke up. I think people are just getting deceived left and right. Like that, everybody has so many biases on both sides that hardly anybody ever gets the full story. So I don't know. It's just really frustrating right now to me. Yeah. I just, I don't like how like you we're supposed to have a situation where we're always getting information, but what we have is CNN and we have Fox news literally reporting the exact opposite of each other. And those are Mm -hmm. supposed to be trusted media sites. Like, so who who do you trust? The media is supposed to be a giant check on the government and, like they they kind of stopped doing that. Like they're 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 trying to do it a lot now with Trump, but they weren't like they feel like they they lost their their goal because they were kind of lulled into a sense of sleep with Obama, and now they have to go after Trump because they felt like they caused Trump by giving people a false sense of security and stuff. And that's not how it should work. They should always be checking the government regardless of who's in power. So. They were also um, it just too scared me to off. even criticize Obama for fear yeah, of certain me off. repercussions. That's so. what I, does, does, uh, is, what's in the chat? Anybody have anything to say? Uh, Brett said, well, let's see. Steve Major said they were Antifa's are LARPing revolutionists. Uh, he called her Pubaca Moldylocks. <laughs> and then. Brett Lobb said, I don't always hit women, but when I do, it's fascist. Stay thirsty, my friends. <laughs> I don't know, man. So part of me like just wants to like go down to one of those rallies and just fuck people up. <laughs> well, that's, that's the really stupid thing is when you see like the, the video violence, there's like four people fighting and then there's like 50 people taking video of it. Like that's not a fucking violent rally. That's just a, bu- a couple people fucking role-playing a violent you know, that's, rally. That's just, that's and then everybody just else is just trying to record it so that they can go post it on Facebook. That's, you know what that's I mean? society in general. How horrible is that? Like every time you see something terrible on Facebook, there's always 50 people surrounding that could have stopped it. But they all, they're too busy cheering it on, and they're too busy filming this shit instead of helping mm-hmm. people. You get, you get situations where there's a guy that got – I think he got – some jail time because there's a, a fatal car accident. Instead of helping people, he just started filming the inside of the car and didn't call 911 until he what was done. Dude. Yeah, like that, that's normal. That's what happens in society these days. You got people knocking out old elderly people just to put that shit on media. You know, it's just it's just horrible. You know, nobody gives a shit. We're all dehumanized these days. You know, nothing. We don't really see each other as as equals. Which is funny that well, I, you yeah. have these huge movements and. It's like those people don't even see people as equals. It's All like, right. Well, now that I got you worked up, I think it might be time for the the Brandon Sharples rant of the week. Oh. Ah! <laughs> um. Yeah. It's not really much this week. I just there's some things that I've noticed. That's happening in a society these days, and it happens to do with women and men. Now, what I've noticed is that back in the day when I was younger, women were always sort of the committed one in the relationship. They're always the one that was, um, you know, having to deal with the emotional setbacks of a relationship. And the men were just the dicks, and they, you know, they're the cheaters. They're the guys that always had to do the manly thing and blow their women up. Well, I've noticed that there's like a gender reversal in the society these days. The, the I've noticed that 
more men are are more willing to commit to women and, and they and they want that sort of lifestyle and the women are now the are now the ones that are cheating and they want they just want fuck buddies and they just want to they want to live the free lifestyle and just bang whoever they want and they cheat and they lie and and it's just it's a complete gender reversal of 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 the things that I grew up with and I I just I don't understand it. I wish that I can understand the way that the women are thinking these days, but I I find it to be kind of like pathetic in a way. It, it's ruthless, and when and, and it's starting to pour over into like motherhood. Now women are having children, but they're still living that lifestyle, that kind of hoe, like <laughs> go out and getting fucked up, drinking, driving type thing. That lifestyle, it's starting to spill over into motherhood. You know, back in the day, once a woman had children, you know, she was in a relationship that she was devoted to her kids. And now I see that more and more women are having babies and they're still devoted to the party lifestyle. They're still devoted to the cheating lifestyle. They they put their families as a back burner. That's my personal opinion of the way society's, you know, running these ways. You see more and more single dads taking care of kids now than you, than you ever have before. And, uh, it, you know, that's just, I guess it's just more, not more of, a, not really a rant, but more of an observation. So, if there's any ladies out here listening that are cheating on their boyfriends or husbands or having kids and still getting fucked up all the time, you need to reevaluate your life. And same goes with the men, but it seems that I'm seeing more and more women. So get your shit together, ladies. That's it, Hemi. Sorry, I had myself muted. I didn't want to interrupt your uh, rant of the week. But, yeah, get your shit together, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, so, uh, one last segment and then, uh, I don't know. Do you have any bets to give out? Just, I just want to know just for, sure, uh, go ahead. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll give you. Did you want to do that now or do you want to wait? No, till no, go, go ahead and go with the Hems gems. It's fine. All right. It's time for Hems gems. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I have three videos for you this week. Uh, the first one, or actually, it's not, they're not all videos. One is a TV series. If you haven't checked this one out, it's called Legion. It's on either FX or FXX. It's awesome. Like, you guys all know about all the superhero television series that have come out. There's Arrow, there's The Flash, there's you name it. There are a shit ton. The Daredevil. Uh, Jessica Jones or whatever, but I think Legion might be the best one. It's based off of like the X-Men universe and it's told way different than all the other shows that, that are like serial, you know, episodic where there's some bad guy in every episode and they have to take him out and everything's formulaic. Legion is far from that. It's kind of it's based around a guy that's basically the most powerful mutant in existence, but he doesn't know it because he's schizophrenic and his mind is super, super fucked up. So he is just prone to like these outbursts that can like take out a fucking city block and shit. So uh, highly recommend you check this out. I don't want to give away too much about it, but Legion, it is insanely good. And it's not really told like a superhero story. So I think you guys would like it, even if you're not a fan of uh, superhero shows. And then other than that, I think you guys should check out the, there's a book I read over the the, the last week. It was pretty good. Um, I mean, it's a famous book. I mean, a lot of people have heard of it, but it's called Slaughterhouse Five by Kurt Vonnegut. Really good. Uh, kind of a story within a story about the, the firebombing of Dresden in World War II and uh, and the main character uh, being a prisoner of war at the time. Really, really good book. Highly recommend you check it out. And it's not like this is some big new thing. It's been around for a long time, but it's really good. And then I finally got around to reading it. And if you hadn't, you should check it out. So those are my gems for the week. Word, 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 word. All right, All right man. As far as bets go, I like the uh, Clippers are playing the Jazz. I like the under at 197. Jazz have uh, they're at home. They have one of the best D's in the league, um, and I think that can, that's going to be a, a lower scoring game. Um, as far as uh, I like Boston plus two against the Chicago Bulls, I like them to rebound. And one more, I'll take San Antonio over the Grizzlies. Uh, they're they're giving up three and a half. So 
San Antonio minus three and a half. Um, Boston plus two, and I like the under at 197 in the Utah Jazz game. Those are my three bets. All right. We will update all of that information on our Facebook page and on the website. So I think that just about does everything, does it for this week's show. Are there any last words you wanted to to get out before we uh, wrap things up? Yeah, I'm just going to tell everybody about our plans. Uh, Hemi's going to get his his, uh, new camera, and we're going to try and do. The show on sports on the sports uh, blog talk radio or whatever, but we're gonna also Facebook live it, and we're gonna have we're gonna have to dual screen it, so you'll be able to see us, and we'll do this on Facebook live as well as the blog talk radio, so we'll you'll be able to see us from now on. So hopefully that all works out. We're gonna do some test runs with that over the next week until the next episode, but hopefully we'll have that all squared away, and from now on you'll be able to see and you'll be able to chat with us on Facebook, which will be a lot easier. I've noticed a lot of people can't chat with us on Blog Talk. So mm-hmm. last time I went live, you know, we had 200 and some comments just fucking around. So I feel like uh, if we can get that Facebook Live going, you guys can just comment there. We'll have a lot more to talk about. So a little bit more engaging. Absolutely. All right, good shit. So uh, we're still going to work out the, the kinks, and yes, we are planning on doing some mailbags and shit. Uh, I thought the feedback that we gave to Brandon this week was hilarious, and we're going to be more than willing to get your feedback uh, for next week's episode as well. We want to hear your questions. We'll answer whatever you guys have to say. You can message us on our Facebook page. You can just send a message to the At Odds Podcast Facebook page. We also have an email, at oddspodcast at gmail.com. So anything you guys want to send to us, please send it our way. We will answer whatever you say, no matter how stupid it is, because I think it can be very funny. And then uh, we have obviously our Facebook page at odds podcast on Facebook. We are at odds on uh, at odds podcast on SoundCloud. We have at odds podcast on YouTube. So subscribe to us there. We kind of, we post all our episodes on YouTube. Plus we break down some of the segments into specific sections so highly recommend you guys check us out on YouTube as well. So I think that'll about hey, do it. I do yeah. got to say something. Uh, hey, if Rich from Milwaukee is listening to this, please come back and listen. I'll try to keep my, my cussing at a minimum. I don't know if he was talking about me or if he was talking about the interview with Sean, because Sean said the F word. No, it was, it was from uh, episode one, actually. So really? it had to be you. Yeah. <laughs> like your <laughs> introductory that statement that you had about yourself. All I said was I'd fuck you up if you talk shit and didn't know what you're talking about. I don't know. I'll have to go back and listen. I don't know. That's just all I heard. Whatever. <laughs> Fine. Fuck you, Rich. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we love all you listeners. Give us some feedback. See you later. All right. Get trolled, bitches.
Oh, 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 oh,